Yo, yo, yo. What is up, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome back to another episode of the Win Win Effect Show presented by Winject Studios. Today is a very special day. Not only do we have this powerhouse on, but we haven't had, other than the one episode which came on, a Persian rainbow. Mr. Taraji, welcome to the show. How are you doing? Thank you very much. I'm doing incredible, Chris. Thank you so, so much for having me back again. Can I tell you, your intro excites me every single time that I watch it. <laughs> very, very well together. <laughs> kind of what we were going for a little bit, but I appreciate that. Did I tell you the story about the intro, the music? Did I tell you that it was a high school, played high school football with him? And he's a music producer and he actually wrote it and did his own thing. So I thought it was pretty surprised. cool. All the connections that you have and all the people that you know, <coughs> not even surprised, honestly, honestly. Like, don't gas me up today. Don't we gas me up. We made it for you and you were having drinks with Batman. I would believe you at this point. So, <laughs> I mean, but, 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 okay, I will say this. Have you ever seen me and Batman in the same room? Uh, no, I haven't. But I mean, now that, that's got me thinking. That's got me thinking. <laughs> <laughs> it is what it is. I mean, Sometimes you just got to do it. You got to let people know. But there's a lot of information that we shared on our first episode when he came on. Believe you're in a top, I think it was top three episodes of all time of the women effect. Very exciting. Very exciting. You dropped so much information, even Wes at the time co-host and he's doing well. Um, I did tell him I was interviewing he very much involved with the production side of it, but he's doing his own thing with his, some of his shows and obviously what he's got going on. I'll have to send a love, but even after that episode, he was like, by far, I was not shocked, <laughs> but the information that she was sharing was like next level. And then Very when, kind. And when the reason why I say next level, I hit the wrong button over here, but the next level was the amount of understanding of both sides of the buyer-seller relationship. And that was massive for me. And I'd always told you before, you have an uncanny ability to be able to transfer your energy into the other individual pretty quickly, even through video. And that's most times it, I not worked with a lot of people. They can do it in person, but they can't really do it on video. I that really well. that. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I think that um, people can read body language and energy extremely well. I did tell you this before. I think one thing more important than anything else is to just be true and be honest when you are going through those difficult times it's okay to share those struggles because it's if you want to just seem perfect all the time that's not relatable that's not real mm -hmm. and people mm -hmm. can read that it'll come off in your energy in your thoughts and your mood so um sharing proper struggles sharing proper things people can relate to that and um they'll want to work with you more they'll understand you more and um they'll get inspired to hopefully work with you and do more things themselves as well. Mm -hmm. I feel that now, even more so now, I'm mean, thinking it was the second time in a row you won the top influencer or social media in influencer, real estate influencer. Uh, number one realtor in all of greater Vancouver. That's big a, time. And in all of British Columbia. So now out of 23,000 realtors in all of British Columbia for the second year in a row, I've gotten uh, the number one place. So in 2020 and in 2021, which is extremely exciting, um, uh, doing elite real estate marketing. So I am now the founder of the mm -hmm. elite real estate team and we're doing elite real estate marketing as well. I'm working with numerous developers on multi-million dollars high-rise projects that I am helping them to market, sell, everything now. So I'm very, very excited um, that I'm slowly growing, expanding, and hit that number one mark twice over here. Congratulations again. I know that I did a, 
I guess shout out when you when that happened. I saw it. I was like, well deserved. I mean, if you look at your engagement on your social media, I think that it's a reflection on how true and real you are. I appreciate that. Thank you so so much. Um, I try and put out content that I feel like will be both relatable to my work, um, but also relatable to um, other people as well. So a good mm -hmm. mix and match of everything. Do my best. Do my best. You know, it's a good it's a good mix match because you can easily get on one side of that spectrum, right? Hundred um, percent, and you're only you're only branded as that. Like you're not gonna. You, of course, you're the girl that could you know can't afford very easily the Gucci's and all the other stuff. And of course, the Persian side is just the way they 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 rock that. We're just going to breakfast. So, well, it is what yeah. it is. So when you're going and you're sitting in a car and you're talking about the big life, you you're showing the grind, and that's what I love about your info that you drop and you share with. Come back, and that's why they keep coming back. And a real true engagement because dropping it. Mm. 100%. I think that um, being real, that's what's getting me most of my clients right now. Um, right. I would say most of my clients that I do get are referral based. Um, but other than that, the biggest source is coming off of social media. Um, mm -hmm. I have been interviewed now multiple times by CBC News over here, CNN News, um, all of those big time hits and uh, big time uh, news channels. And I've gotten a lot of calls now from people who have just, they've been following me, seeing what I'm saying in the papers on news channels, and they're calling me based off of that as well. So um, me growing, expanding over here. And I told you, hopefully, um, turn that into all around North America and then globally soon. Uh, that's mm -hmm. the goal. That's the goal. You went down, I'd seen it. You went down to California at one point. I did. LA. Yeah. I was down there. Yeah. And it was nice. I have a lot of friends and family down there. So it was nice. Finally, after such a long time going down there, mm -hmm. visiting everyone, um, spent 4th of July down there. So that was a lot of fun. Um, I also at the same time went and visited a lot of brokers that I know down there, real estate brokers. And I'm trying to see how they're doing their marketing down there, um, potentially mm. um, at some point, maybe expanding down into California as well. So uh, very great to connect with different agents of different brokerages. I do own a brokerage out in Vancouver. I know that you know that, uh, Coldwell yeah. Banker Prestige Realty. So I own that franchise over here and um, seeing what other Coldwell Banker agents are doing down there. I know they're killing it down there. So just seeing their marketing in comparison to mine and um, trying to bring out any more ideas to become more creative and take everything to the next level. Mm. Well, I think it was one of the comments that you made in the previous episode. I can't remember the actual number, so forgive me, but we'll, our staff will put it in the show notes somewhere and put the link. But when you were on, I think I quickly exposed one, the energy side, and then also the substance level. There's you get Sometimes you get with realtors and... Man, I tell you what, I will <laughs> not do business with them just by the way that on the visual test first. And yeah. then right when they open their mouth, I'm like, whoa, no, no, no. Because of it's, they can talk a big game, but they're not really showing you. And I think that's something you do really well is showing people your true heart and the true intention behind me. Like, I'm not looking for you to do one deal. I'm looking for you to do 50,000 deals with me. 100%. And it's by the way that you make them feel on that first encounter. And that's so, it's so important. Thank you so, so much. I completely agree with you. Um, I think I did say this before, but whether I've sold everything from a $200,000 condo mm -hmm. to a $23 million mansion, I have marketed and sold multi-million dollar, hundreds of millions of dollars I'm talking about, high rises. I've done it all, everything in between. And the clients that I treat both from that $200,000 deal to that $23 million or those high rise projects I'm marketing and selling 
I treat everyone with the same respect and I mm -hmm. have the same goals that I want for each of them. I want to take their dream and turn it to the next level. So that $200,000 condo purchaser, at some point, they're going to want to upgrade their life, go to the next level. And mm -hmm. I set up a plan with them on how we can do that. And I treat them the same. I mean, it's less work, let's say, to market and sell maybe something that's more affordable, but that's still someone's biggest asset, biggest, yes. most important property for them. So it doesn't matter. You have to treat everyone the same, see what their goals are and help them get to the next level. Um, and I get a lot of, like I said, my business is now mainly referral based because mm -hmm. that $200,000 condo purchaser is extremely happy with me. They tell their brother, dad, cousin, sister about me, and then they come and they well, that's buy. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, that's what I was saying. Now, right. I don't know if it was a lag or whatnot, but I've got actually in, I wouldn't say an argument, a discussion with a lead generation company. Mm -hmm. And they were mentioning to me that a lot of their business comes from realtors. And I sat down after that comment. I just sat there and you could, you could see it on my face. You know me, right? So we've had oh, so yeah. many discussions. You could read it off my face when I'm sitting there going, oh, that doesn't seem right. It's like, what's the area? And they're like, Arizona. I was like, well, okay, that's pretentious. All right, gotcha. Scott Seal. <laughs> so I'm thinking, well, these people can take a picture in front of a house and pretend to be the person. Well, yeah. you shouldn't have to seek externally with so many leads, and especially in ad spend. You know what ad spend, it's all bullshit. They control the narrative for leads and then they have a call center setting up the deals. Well, how can you really sell me if you don't know who I am and what I do? But that's what I love about where, especially in even my journey, what separated me in that gap from everybody else, I was running circles around clowns, was that I sold through them to everybody they knew. Incredible. And that's why you are where you are. And I cannot wait to see where you're going to be in a year from now. When we're uh, it's, it's been a nuts. This hasn't been almost a year with, since we've known each other. Has it been a year since we've known each other? I think so. I think it's been more than a year now. It's been a lot um, of growth from both sides. And I've so, I'm, I'm actually. Sides, and I cannot wait for one year from now where it's going to be, mm. even another whole level. So it's I can be so much fun. Yeah, so it's gonna be so much fun because there's there's keep playing. I, I can't wait until we have like ten of these one day, and it's like when we look back to the first episode, it's gonna be so funny seeing that journey. Um, actually, I have. Um, I'm actually gonna share this publicly. I haven't haven't done it. Sure. There's a a goal of mine that I have, and the goal of mine it was actually on. I was on a Jesse Roadshow. I did talk about it already. Um, mm -hmm. I was interviewing Jesse, and she's just amazing talent, and she's her energy just like you the energy level is just something else. And she has a purest intention is just, she wants to change lives and she doesn't want to be censored. And that's obviously that music label thing, ding, ding, ding in my mind. And I was like, okay, we got an idea. One thing that I brought up, I took a picture a video actually. And I was, took a video of this huge yacht. I'll send it to you afterwards. I can't, I don't want to go on my phone, but if I took a picture of this huge hot yacht and I was sitting in the water on another boat and the, the helicopter took off the yacht and took, and I was like, you can hear my voice say, that will be my life. I cannot wait for you to actually do that and show that. And I, oh, oh I can just imagine it. It's going to be incredible. Mm -hmm. Honestly, from knowing you from the start, just to now, there are some people who talk a big game and it's just talk. Mm -hmm. I can say one thing about you that I really respect is that 
when you talk it, you're walking that walk at the same time. And I think that's really rare to find, not only with what you're doing, but also with realtors that I know as well. It's the same thing. I hear from a lot of clients that exactly what you said. Um, some people, there are some realtors that promise to get results, but they just don't. They don't either put in the work, they don't have the knowledge, mm -hmm. they don't right. want the time to become knowledgeable. And in this business, particularly, knowledge is power. And they keep repeating yes. that. Knowing your market, knowing um, what your competition is doing, how you can one-up them, how you can work together with them. Um, as a realtor, you need other realtors to like you, to want to work with you, because let's say you're on the selling side, you need those buyers to want to come and bring those offers, bring those clients to your property, want to work with you. Same thing. So it's all about relationships, who you know, mm -hmm. how you treat people, and knowledge is power. Knowing mm -hmm. who to talk to, what to talk to. These lead generation companies, 100%, I've had about a million of them approach me. Right, and of course. It's easy because it's easy money with people that aren't generating their leads. Easy money for them. 100%. So, and every single time they do approach me, I have talked to them. I say, what can you offer? And it's so similar every single time. And I say, look, I hear what you're saying, but at the same time, let's say you can get me those that one lead that will finally have that list of 100 you're promising me is going to be legitimate. If I put all that time, money, effort into focusing on growing my brand and growing relationships with people, that's going to get me. You said that one word right there. That one word means everything. That relationship with people. Yep, 100%. It's all about how you, um, it's an easy way out to spend money to do that, 100%. Mm -hmm. But if you spend that time, money, energy, and build those relationships, get people to know you for you. Mm -hmm. um, put in that time to actually study your market from the marketing that it is to what things are selling for to what your competition is doing in terms of mm -hmm. advertisement, sales, everything. Take yourself to the next level like that. And yeah. um, that's what I've been trying to do. Um, it's been walk on wood successful so far for me. So you don't, there's no need, there's no luck involved for that. It's, <laughs> it's hard work and dedication. Someone yeah. told me. Uh, someone mentioned luck to me and I was like, I don't have a horseshoe up my ass. I promise you it's hard work and dedication. It, I'm telling and they're going to go, well, it's, it sounds really easy. It's not, it's not, you're going to have people that are going to pull you down. You're going to have two o'clock in the morning. So many times oh, hustling. A lot of times it's honestly, it's a lot of work. It is a lot of grinding. Um, but if you don't hustle, you're not going to get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. And I've had people ask me, what does it take to become successful in real estate? And they say, be consistent, work hard, and absolutely love what you do, or you cannot get it to the next level because you won't want to put in the hours. Doing something that at 100% of what you don't want to do causes stress. Doing yeah. something that with 100% in the inner essence of you comes out is called passion. Yep. I don't have to do what I do anymore for a living. I'm going in different in industries because I'm, I'm, I'm seeking challenges. That's all I'm seeking. So whatever comes in front of me, I don't care. I mean, I'm going to praise <laughs> to Allah first. And then the second, I'm going to remember number one, and then I'm going to go after it. And so if you're in my way, I will kindly ask you to move. That's the warning. But I see that a lot in industries where the real estate, it's a, it could be a cutthroat business. Would people going after if you don't live in an abundant lifestyle and abundant mindset also to go with it? And you mentioned that before. It's like my relationships to kind of setting up business. Yeah. One thing that there is, especially off of social media, a lot of people see the just sold, just sold, just listed. And yeah, that's the only thing I see. An easy 
So a lot of people go into real estate thinking, okay, that's going to be my life. Another sold, another listed. Oh, it's so easy. You can just have your own hours. You can take vacations whenever you want. Let me tell you, I did go to LA and I was working every single day while I was in LA, not only yes, meeting with other agents and going to open houses and properties there, but literally still working from my things that I'm doing in Vancouver. Um, mm -hmm. It doesn't sleep. It doesn't rest. And honestly, like I said, if it wasn't for the fact that I love what I do, I would never be able to become successful in it. There's no way, possibly. I've had so many people tell me, oh, there's no way she's going to make it. Oh, there's no way she's going to be able to. Um, Famous last that, words. Famous it's, last it's words. That, it's the haters that I love that now that they are seeing number one on social media, number one here, number one there, that they're the ones knocking on my door now and mm -hmm. wanting to ask me, so how'd you do it? So what are you doing? Um, it's. I say it's okay. You don't believe in my way that I want to do it, that's okay. You do what you're going to do. I'm going to do what I gonna, I'm going to do. And let's see where it takes us. You, one thing I do love about you, and, I, and that was a great comment on that, and it kind of led me to this, and I have a couple different segue questions. One thing I do love about your story is that you do come from a family of realtors in that game. However, yeah. you didn't start out that way. You went into what you did for a living, and it was very similar to my uh, like a little story. We're both engineers, correct? Sure. First, so we look at things a little uh, backwards than most people. Yeah, I look and see how we can improve it. So that's a that's a trait that most sellers or people that are obviously movers and shakers have in our pocket is like our superpower. Because I'm not going to look at a deal on just. Right. I'm going to look at a deal and the longevity of it and how can I make it better for everybody? And that's where the win-win come from. 100%. Right. It takes me back to the days that I was uh, working in a lab. So I was uh, working on this mechanical engineering project. Um, I could totally see you in a white coat. <laughs> I, I specialize in system controls and hydraulics. I told you this before. And mm -hmm. I was working with a lab with five other guys until three o'clock in the morning. And in this not a nice lab. When you think lab, it's literally underground in a hundred year old building. When you open the door, literally like dust comes into your lungs, like that kind of building <laughs> underground until three o'clock in the morning, working on this project, working on the lab that we were doing. And then at three o'clock in the morning, I'm walking home dark. I was living on campus back then, mm -hmm. walking home at three o'clock in the morning, dead tired. And I had to go back into class at eight o'clock that next morning. And I just remember that today looking back i'm like the hours that i put in all of the work that i did then that taught me patience that taught mm -hmm. me um hard work uh work ethic and that's why i feel i can do that now so much easier than maybe a lot of my other colleagues or coworkers mm -hmm. because i have that background and it was engraved in me for a really long time because of my background because yeah. of what i did and that's kind of what differentiates me now it's not like it's work anymore it's like now me being up until like one or two, like doing the stuff for deals. It's, it's almost easy. It's normal. It's normal. I, I don't, I don't. It was just much more yeah. difficult mm -hmm. and I didn't love it. Um, it was more, I was forced to do it because I wanted to get to the next level. Um, so it was more force than passion. And that's why it's a lot easier for me now. One thing I do love about also your, your story with that, you do have a family that comes from, I think your mom as this is an amazing, so I would love to interview your mom. I don't know if that would be, yeah, I would amazing. love to interview her. There's so much. And I think there's so many people that can actually learn from someone like her of 100%. raising a very strong daughter and a son. I believe you have a brother, right? Correct. Well. Yeah. I couldn't remember off the top of my head, but her story is amazing. All the stuff that she had to deal with and then going to British Columbia 
you know, Vancouver area. And then all the things that she had, and then especially not trying to get into obviously personal information, but just, I think it's important that their parents are divorced, but they still raise their children. You don't have their children. Like I was in tight home. I thought that was amazing. So it is possible. It so, is a yeah. to both my parents a hundred percent. And I can definitely say growing up, my mom was my biggest role model because she mm -hmm. is such a badass woman and she fights for what she believes in and she takes it to the next level. And I respect her so, so much for that. Um, one thing that I can say differentiates us is that um, right now she's still in real estate. I'm obviously in real estate as well. Um, her clients are also very much referral based, but she hates social media. She hates online. She hates mm -hmm. all of that, but she knows that's the way of the future. She knows that that is what um, the world is going towards that direction. And she knows that that is what she needs to be doing as well, but that's not her passion. And I remember a few years back when I was just starting to come onto social media, trying to expand it. She was even telling me like, why are you trying to do that? Like, <laughs> like old school way of trying to get business, get clients grow. And I'm like, you know what, but I love this. And I think that this is what's going to help me grow. Mm -hmm. And now today she's just like, you know what? Good for you for going and doing it that way. It's completely different than what I ever did. I never did it that way. And I grew in my own way. And now you're going in your own way, completely different. And we're both successful in what we're doing just in completely right. different ways and what's working for each of us. And that's why that's something that I respect about her so much is that she had her own way of doing it and she grew to the top and still she was that role model for me who taught me how to close my first deal, who taught me how to um, write a contract from the very, very beginning. Because for one year, I told you, I yeah, wasn't- Grind, you grinded. Yeah, I mean, grinded. it wasn't like you started at the top. You you had to put in the work, right? Grinded for one whole year. I was an assistant going from being an engineer, working in a huge company mm -hmm. to being an assistant for one year, doing contract work, filing. Do you know how difficult that is to do, to put your ego side to do that? And that's why for a year until I learned everything. I learned the bread and butter of it. I started from the bottom until- I said, you know what, now it's time for me to get out of my comfort zone again, come out of having that comfortable salary. Let's try and do this on my own. And I did mm -hmm. it myself from first grinding like that. And then off of my social media and then getting people to know me. And then one step at a time growing my business. Now it's been over six years full time now doing this and founder of my own team now. So I'm very excited. I do see that you're elevating others to elevate same way you do obviously with the people that you enroll or not enroll, but sell your house, sell houses, but it's more about their joining a fraternity with you. It has, it seems like that has that feel also the people that you're training, you're lifting. I did see, I can't remember her name on top of my head. I wrote it down somewhere and I don't have the cue card, but there's a, a girl that you were training and she was praising you as a mentor. Yeah. And I thought that was really amazing because a lot of people, they think, just because you own a business, you're not, tra I'm training every day. I'm training everybody. 100%. Um, I have a girl on my team who she, she made me cry. Honestly, she, mm. uh, she's a nurse by practice and by trade. And she was top and she could have made it to like the top of the top mm. of the hospital. And she said that I didn't love what I do. And she said, honestly, seeing you go from engineering and going into becoming a realtor and becoming top of what you're doing, that really inspired me. And she said, first, she started by being a nurse and being a realtor part-time, both trying to make it. And then she said, you know what, Raj, I, I see what you're doing and I want to make it to the top just like the way that you did. And I know that I can't be a part-time nurse and be a part-time realtor and make it. I have to mm -hmm. let go. Commit. 
do 100%. And she said that you really inspired me to want to put 100% of my um, effort into this. And I know that I can make it. And I said, 100% you can. And um, the training that I've been doing with her um, every single week um, for with my whole team, I see the progress that she's making. And I'm so, so proud of her. And um, taking them to the next level, taking them to meetings with me, um, introducing them to how to talk to developers, how to do marketing, sales. And she said, mm -hmm. I know that marketing speaks number one right now. And I want to be able to take my own business to the next level too. And I love being able to train my entire team to do top of the line elite marketing elite mm -hmm. sales elite service for all of our clients mm -hmm. and it shows in everything you do there's so much that comes i mean that takes time and effort of pouring into your staff definitely i like to when i'm pouring into my staff that's an investment 100 percent, and it takes a lot of time so Again, if you don't love what you do, you'll never become successful at it because putting in that time requires a lot of patience. Um, people, especially when they're starting from the beginning, they don't know what they're doing. They're going to make a lot of mistakes. Mm -hmm. It's about you knowing if they're going to drop the ball, you don't let them drop it. You catch it in the air for them. And that's yes. what it's There he goes. There it is. is. So. Yeah. Um, there's a couple other people that I think he's in Canada. I think he's in Montreal. Is that Montreal? I don't know. Anyway, so he runs a um, hedge fund, and I know him personally, and he's a great guy and connected me a couple other people. I think he's the one who connected me to Jeff. Um, oh. and, and, yeah, Jeff loved that guy. Um, love Jeff Lopes. Listen yeah. to this, bro. Incredible. <laughs> you introduced me to Jeff, and now he's one of my clients. He bought with me yeah. across the country, literally from East Coast. He purchased with me without even being here. He trusted me 100%, and mm -hmm. he purchased a property with me in Vancouver for investment. And um, – it's incredible meeting people. And I am so blessed to be able to help clients around the world on um, both East coast, Canada to um, mm -hmm. Europe, to America, to Asia. It's incredible being able to help people all around the world. And it's uh, that trust that I know that I am building with people that I mm -hmm. really respect them getting referrals back to back. So thank you for that introduction as well. You're welcome. Thing. Yeah. He's amazing. I love that guy. Um, I told him, I was like, wait, by the way, Jeff, you haven't sent me my gloves yet, bro. Like what is going on? Um, for those gloves, mister. Hey, hey, I just remembered. <laughs> Anyways, I'm gonna get off the phone. I'm gonna get off here and be like, Jeff, dude, where are my gloves? Anyways, um, yeah, his show's done it outstanding, by the way. It's like he's done his show's done outstanding. And I love about his show is that he's not just doing entrepreneurship, he's doing entertainment stuff. Of course, he's a highly connected individual as well. So he It's a match of absolutely everything and he's killing it. It's incredible. Um, right. Connecting to both of you has been so amazing. Just seeing your journeys, you you have both grown so much as well. So um, it's been fun. It's like elevating others to elevate yourself. You have to a hundred percent. Like I, when I made the introduction with you, I didn't know that he would obviously do it. It's like just trying to get you more exposure in different areas. Of course, I know hundred percent. Right. And look at what happened. You never know. He was actually the, actually the point I'm going to make with this. Um, I think it was when I came on his show, but obviously we spoke, he introduced me to Mike Diamond and I already knew Meltzer, but it was like, we, it's funny is when you start meeting all these people um, that you've known and they've known of me for different deals that I've done with different groups, with education, <laughs> he was like, um, you know what I need, man? I need, I need more women to come onto the show and it's difficult to have women to come on a show. I'm like, well, I have a long list of women that come on my show. And he was like, well, how, how does that happen? I was like, you have to create the environment yeah. for them to feel safe. So you have people come on and I'm not just talking about Jeff here. I'm just talking about like podcasters in general, okay. just in general. And he does a phenomenal job at it. You have to have that first touch point and yep. explain to them what this, I'm going to get at you host. I'm a, I'm a host. 
this show is all about you and shine a light on your display and your talents and skills. I want you to view me as your biggest advocate. And this is how I want to support you. To be able to do that though. Not everyone has that skill, that talent, or the finesse to be able to do that and make people feel comfortable. Um, it's very difficult. There's very few people who have actually been able to become successful and then take themselves to the next level. Um, you being one of them, you are going to the next level because of it, but it is very difficult. And I do respect people who can make that happen. It's really an art. It's a really, it's, it's a shift in your mind to and where you truly just want the best for the other individual. When I shifted from a abundant mindset to an abundant lifestyle. I was starting to eat my own dog food. I guess you would say mm -hmm. you have to live, breathe, eat, sleep it. Yep. And then rinse, repeat. So I'm the, I'm the, and then when I started like shedding that layer and I'm, that's my question. I'm going to drive it to you on because I'm curious when you're shedding that skin or shedding that other version of yourself and you're stepping into not, I don't like to believe in what's your destiny. I don't, I don't know. I have a hard time with that word. You're stepping into the new, the new improved Taraji the next morning. Yep. And it's all about discovering more. Like how much do you sit back on all the massive success and growth on individually? And then also now where you're making an impact into others, collective impact, which is amazing. How much do you sit back and reflect on the journey and some of the touch points, maybe I need to do this differently because I know your engineer mindset too. So that's why I'm asking this question. I spent a lot of time myself personally, but how much do you sit back and reflect? Um, to be honest with you, every single day, mm -hmm. I will have times where I am reflecting in some way. I will mm -hmm. be thinking, okay, I just did this. I just said that in that meeting in on that phone call. And I'll think if I said or done this differently, what would it be? What would have changed? What could have been better or worse? After every huge sales meeting that we have, whether it's with the team or whether it's with a developer mm -hmm. um, or a client, I'll think, okay, um, in this meeting, what went well, what didn't? And I'll reflect honestly after every single meeting, even if it's for 30 seconds, I'll think about it. I'll That's have good. a time where I sit down and I'll reflect for 10 minutes, an hour, and I'll lay everything out and say, okay, XYZ was good. XYZ can be improved on. Mm -hmm. um, but whether it's 30 seconds to a long period of time, every single day, I'll have those reflection moments, honestly, that I do for myself. Even when you're in bed, even when you're in the car, sitting in traffic behind a red light, I will think, okay, if I had done this, maybe this would have happened. This went so great. I am so happy about it. I'm so excited that my plan for this worked. So um, I'll give myself positive feedback and criticism and reflect on everything I would say every single day. Hmm. That's important that you do that. And I'm, and I'm I was curious because everyone has their own, I guess, method that works for them. Yeah. But the hard part for people is they, they think they reflect, but they don't really measure and reassess. That's the missing ingredient. And it sounds like you do that. And I think it also helps with an engineer type of mind at that very beginning foundation wise. Even for marketing, honestly, it's so important. Um, so many people ask me, how do you grow your social media? How do you do mm -hmm. it? What do you, um, why, like, which hashtags do you use? Even down to that kind of question. Oh my God. Yeah. I'm like Google. Honestly, like there's so much work that goes behind it. I spend even for one post that I have, like the amount of work and thought that goes behind the videos that I create, what I do, why I do it. Some of them do get extremely high engagement. Some of them don't get as 
high of ones. And I, I go back and reflect, why did this one get so much? Why did this one maybe not? Um, there mm. are um, clients that I got from one of my posts that I had 20 people, 50 people literally contact me and it literally transferred from them just contacting me on social media to be actually becoming clients. And there's some posts that no one even bothers to message me on nothing. So I, I go back and I reflect and I say, what Why happened here? Yeah. Where's the disconnect? So, yeah, exactly. So that's how I went from having posts that barely got any engagement to now getting so much because every single time I go back, reflect, study it. And I think, okay, what was good here? What was not good here? How can I improve for my next time? Mm. I'm going to touch on one thing and I'm going to make a statement and, and do a loop back. There, there's people out there. They don't realize how much work comes in with content creation. Yeah. Even before you turn that camera on and turn the lights on, there's has to be a lot of thought. I am very intentional and I'm very freaking deliberate and you are as well, especially when you're shooting videos and the way that you're perceived. I'm not, I don't want you to view me and perceive me. It's none of my business and how I, I am. I show up to discover more about myself, but also I need to pass the visual and I visual tests. And then also with a lot of value. 100%. So when I, you know, Danessa whole thing with energy, and people have said this, and I'm sure you're the same way, but we just haven't met in person and it'll happen soon. But when you, when I show up in a room, people feel that. When you show up in a room, people feel that. And it's, yep. and it's actually in recyclable energy because we're welcoming rather than blowing it at you. When uh, there was a few days I hadn't gone into my office and uh, the next day I finally went back in again and my coworkers literally said, the sunshine is here, the energy oh, is here. Yeah. You are a rainbow. <laughs> you know, I am a rainbow, yeah. I am a rainbow for people who don't know. Try yeah. Um, but it's, it's when your colleagues, it's when your friends, it's when your, um, mm. uh, your clients, it's when they tell you that you have that energy, that glow, that's when you know that it's there. That's mm. when you know that it's real. And, um, I've had multiple people, coworkers, friends, all to say that you're always so um, optimistic, always so energetic, like <laughs> early in the morning. And honestly, when I see people, it gets me excited. And I think that's one of the reasons why that nine to five behind a desk didn't work personally for me. Right. Yeah. were incredible at it and they succeed so well at it. But I think one of the reasons it wasn't for me was because I get energy from other people, from seeing growth in myself and other people, um, connecting, talking, getting things done. And I think that that's what I needed. And that's what I have in the job that I'm doing right now, which I didn't before in what I was doing in engineering. You, you wouldn't be able to live a fulfilled life at all. There, there would be always be something missing for you. There are doctors, brain surgeons, people that I know that they are miserable. They're not happy because they don't mm -hmm. love what they do. And there are people that I know um, who are honestly realtors, who are entrepreneurs, podcasters, who are taking it to the next level because they are happy. They love what they do. And I think that's what makes the difference. It doesn't matter if you are the most educated person or you are the top ranking person and whatever. If you don't love it, you're not going to be happy. And I think and that people read it. People feel it. People feel it. Your mental health is number one. People feel it. It's how you can portray yourself. You can't be high energy and happy if you are unhappy. So mm -hmm. 
Um, I think it's I, been I told someone this one time. Um, I, of course, I mean, I'm going to get into, I mean, obviously we're, when this show comes out, I think we had this booked way before. So I think it's coming out in a couple of weeks. It's a little faster than most. I think I'm like 15 or 16 weeks ahead on mm -hmm. certain things, obviously with the other deals that I have going on. I'm going to make a point and then I got to tread lightly here with some okay. statements that, especially when you're looking at a certain level of growth in your life and your personal life. And then also that kind of fizzles and you go and you're obviously who you are and the other person potentially would resent you on the growth of certain things. And of course you can easily, if it's not, if it didn't end well, you can easily get into a smear campaign. Yep. And I've had to deal with that personally. It got really ugly in course. It does help with you having a great legal staff. Um, especially with the rights reserves to your name and people are spreading whatever they want to spread. I'm like, it's either with all the amount of people and the connections that I do know, even before pre like entrepreneurship, this is all my educational field, like right before everything blew up with Facebook, bought Instagram, either I'm the best actor in the world. <laughs> you know what I mean? Or it's, we have a problem, yep. there's, that's the energy though. It's recyclable energy. I'm not the kind of person where if I don't know something, I'm not going to pretend. Damn, you're, that's a really good angle. I'm you're like, real, you're yourself and that's the most important thing. And that shows in people. It comes off, it shows and people will relate to you and they'll connect with you because of that. Um, I mm. completely agree with what you say. I've gone through something similar myself as well. Oh, I'm um, sorry. Yeah, sucks. It's just part of it. It's part of it. Both in personal relationships and in my friendships with people um, mm. and with coworkers, I can say that there's some kind of a competition and jealousy if you're growing and they're not excelling at the same rate, not even necessarily in what you're doing, but in what they're doing themselves. And um, there's a personal competition that happens. And it's very unfortunate because personally, myself, I'm someone that motivates my friends and my colleagues so much when I see them growing and excelling. Mm -hmm. I get so, I feel like I get more excited for them than they right. do. Right. You've been always sharing some things with you. You were more excited when I was explaining I, it. I talk people up that I know more than like anyone else possibly. Like I say, right. my friend is a powerhouse. Like you have no idea what this person can do, like what they're doing. It's mm -hmm. so impressive, impressive. It's so incredible. I talk other people up way more than I ever do myself. And honestly, it's because I believe in them and I love seeing them grow and I'm proud of them. I'm proud to know them. I'm proud to be able to work with them, be friends with them. So I think it takes a certain it kind shows. of to be able to be happy for other people and their growth. Um, and unfortunately, some people don't have that mindset and they will want to either bring you down or they'll want to have a situation where they're not around you because they can't take or accept the fact that you're growing and they're not. One of the best pieces of advice I've ever received and this is from Marks Acosta Rubio. He's a dear friend, and I, I love him like a. I've never had an old like a brother, so I look at him like an older brother. Um, granted, the amount of information this guy knows and he's forgotten, <laughs> it's, it's like by far it just blows me away. That's the level of thinking it. He operates at such a different level. And we see eye to eye on certain things. And, you know, of course, I was reading a certain quote from him and I love him to death. He was mentioning to me a couple of times about when you meet people, don't try to be in your own mind. I'm going to try to get through this. I'm going to paint a picture for the listeners because it's not what we say. It's what they hear. And I don't, don't want to go too far left field with them. 
when you meet people that you can recycle in like cycle energy with, and they do have a lot deep inside of them, you have an amazing talent that you're not able to see where you currently are. I see the potential inside of you. Yeah. And that's what I get excited about. And that's a, that he said, that's a good indicator that you've made a shift to where not many people go. And you are already there now where you're not able to look at someone. Okay. I'm going to judge them or judge this. You're not there. You don't see that. You don't feel it. And that's something where people may say the word luck. That means their mind is not open to the possibilities of that's actually attainable. So they don't know how to receive it or understand it. So they start pointing fingers because it's a deflection and they're not, they're choosing to be the victim rather than the victor in that situation. How well, often do you see that? I mean, do you see it for what it is or do you, I mean, cause I'm, I get caught in my emotions sometimes. I don't like when people get upset with me for some reason. I think some people have it in them and some people don't. Um, it's, and it's human nature and you can't change it in some people. Um, that's the, Fortunate or unfortunate way, however you mm. want to. Um, I it is extremely tough. I've seen so, and it's honestly, it's not just with relationships of personal or friendships. It also comes with people that you work with as clients. Um, I've mm. seen that I have clients that they will a potentially want to work with you because they think you are more successful than they are, and they think that because you know more, they'll want to work with you. But I'll also I've seen clients that if they they'll think like they're better than you so they'll think that they know more than you so they want to dictate because they think they know more than you what should or should not be and at any point if they feel that you know more than them i can see that instant insecurity within themselves because they don't know something that mm. they um because i do also work for example with developers who are yes directly That's in my industry that's um, more of the people that I'm talking about because they might think that they know way more than I do about certain things to do with real estate and sales and mm -hmm. what's going on in the market. And once they realize, oh, maybe I don't know, I can see that intimidation. But on the flip side, I also have clients that um, they respect the fact that I know potentially more than them in certain areas. And that's why they'll want to work with me. So I've seen, and honestly, it's fortunate, unfortunate, but people are who they are. And I, you can't change them. You, you won't be able to change some of those people. They'll always be the way that they are, regardless of the situation, whether it's within their personal relationships or their working relationships. Mm. So. That's really good. A piece of advice. And I, this is where, where he said towards that. And that's why I kind of threw it to you first before I kind of like shared the biggest, yeah. best advice I've ever received. He goes, don't worry about how they're going to perceive you and how they're going to receive you ever at all. Only thing that you're in charge of is your boundaries around your source and your internal dialogue. Yep. And from there, that boundaries there to protect them, not protect you. I was like, Whoa, that's a different way of looking at it. He goes, you guys, your job is to make them feel uncomfortable because you're uncommon. You're an uncommon thinker. You're an uncommon action taker. You're an uncommon achiever. Decide in your own mind subconsciously that you are the elite in the top 0.1% of that 1% and just go show it. And I was like, that was the best advice I ever received in my life. Because you can easily, when you're, when you're, I guess, I wouldn't say, and this is going to sound really pompous, but when you're beating people by a marginal gap, you kind of take your foot off the gas a little bit. Yep. Because you look back. It's kind of like yep. flying, a, my, flying a plane analogy. You ever get like flying a, in a jet and you can look down and yep. still see an indicator? 
when you look down, you don't realize how fast you're moving. I put blinders on now as I'm just going. I think that is the best advice ever. And I think that's a very smart way to think because there are people who are going to get intimidated. They're going to get hurt and that's life. It is what it is. And the people who can see you succeed and mm -hmm. can be there by your side too. Great. And if they can't, then that's their loss. Um, it's the same though. goes on the flip side, how you can see other people's success, their growth and mm -hmm. how you treat them and how you want to be around them or not be around them. Same thing. It'll affect you only yourself. So if I'm going to become jealous of someone's success, then it's only going to affect me at the end of the day. That's it. You know how I kind of measure if they are who they say they are is I try to, I support my friends. I support business people and how I support them. I don't look for a discount. Yep. hundred percent. Exactly. When you're doing that, you are discrediting that other person. You are not mm -hmm. seeing their value and you are putting them in a position of, okay, well, you want that discount, so, but my 100% of what I do is at this level, at this price. At 100%. This yeah, and I don't look for like a monetary kind of like discount. I'm looking for a trade-off. Like, so you have something that I want. You mentioned this before to me as well. Yep. I have something, I have some, I have an opportunity for you. What if how we try to work out some type of trade-off, right? How can we help each other so that we can both become the best versions of each other, essentially? Right, and that removes, um, the, that removes the element of resentment or even okay. opportunity happening. Because I can't stand when people tell me something and they don't follow through. It drives me insane. It's really funny also that in life, some people that you meet, how those people, there are some people that end up becoming so important to you changing your life and going to another level that you never thought that person would ever even mean anything in your life. And how in one flip of the switch, you're like, wow, I am so thankful that I met this person, mm -hmm. connected with them, whatever that it is. Because now that's what I'm saying. I would love for us to do this in five years from now, 10 years from now and reflect back to see what it is that changed and that flip of the switch. You've already flipped the switch so many times. So I mean, <laughs> I don't know what it's going to be like, but. Um, my, my staff is actually, you've grown so much, even from the last interview. I was watching, watching a social media clip before we jumped on. Um, you, cause you're obviously connection and we're getting on and, and lighting and whatnot. Obviously it's getting darker here, but I was looking at a social media clip. And you can see, you know, of course, even where you were then, you were obviously a shining star and you're just showing more. It's not even like you're, you know, how like some people put up like this wall and it's like their brand is them and they have to show up a certain way. It's you have that you're showing more of the, the bubbly personality side of you. I think that's more important. People relate to reality, people relate, relate to your flaws and your achievements. I think being real is the way to go. And honestly, that's <laughs> yeah. how I built my business. That's how I have managed to grow to the level that I have. It's by being myself. And that's the best advice I can give. Right. I hold myself accountable to that as well. When like, I don't do scripted stuff. I'll write down a couple of notes on what I want to bring up. And then, then I let the conversation just that's flow, let it flow. I can't wait to, interview some of the guests that we have booked and I'm going to really tear them up. They're not ready. They're not ready for the questioning. I am very excited to see that. Sir. I cannot, I can't wait. And I, you'll be there. Don't worry. Five okay. years from now, like, I don't even know. I, I, I'm actually amazed by the, not just the growth, but the areas of opportunity after next week and the next week. And they're now, when you get to a certain level, they start coming after you. 
hundred percent. And I'm like, I turned away more sponsors. With you, so it's different. Whole new ballgame. Well, yeah, you, you just remember who you are, and you have something to share the world. And are you going to leave a legacy, or are you going to leave with regret? Hundred percent. But you've been an amazing. Of course, um, there's I can talk to you for fifty thousand hours, but there's hours, hours on end. Right. There's um. Um, just to kind of, and I hope this is okay. Um, some prayers for some family members right now, obviously on Taraji's side. And then I just wanted to make sure that, you know, we don't get to obviously specific here's, but everyone's a real person. And I just hard some. It's hard sometimes because when you build a brand and you have companies, you have businesses, and you and you do extremely well, and you are elevating others, people tend to still forget about that personal side of an individual. Um, and I've just been blown away by the level of empathy that I receive asking about my life, you know, and, and that those touch points go a long way, but it has to be a hundred percent authentic. hundred percent. If it shows and people are, um, we all lead our own real lives at the end of the day, um, no matter what level of success, success you are, um, even if you're the president, the prime minister, it doesn't matter. You still are a person at the end of the day. And uh, we tend to forget that, that uh, all these people we see, we only see one surface layer. Um, mm. They got there. Um, everything was easy for them. Um, they didn't have any struggles, any difficulties, whether it was through family, through friendships, personal or other. Um, but at the end of the day, we all go through struggles. We all have our ups and downs. We're and human. We're human. It's just a matter of who wants to be there for you through those difficult times and who's just there for the ride when it's easy. It's like who shows up. Exactly. I learned that the hard way um, in certain situations. I think it's just part of growth. Um, there, it's just rough. You get really. I mean, that's actually no one say a, a piece of advice, but I've heard someone say it. I've heard a lot of people say it. Actually, pay very close attention to those who do not clap when you win. Yeah. Um, and sometimes it can be the people that you have closest to you in the world, and maybe particularly the ones you're doing it for. Hundred percent. And that's scary. Someone actually said this to me yesterday. They said, you get to really know a person when you see how they treat you when A, you're going through your hard times and difficulties and B, when they're going through their hard times and their difficulties. Because a lot of times when someone else is going through their own hardships too, they might completely flip on you and change wheels on you too. And it's good to see people for how they are in both circumstances for when they treat you both when you're down or when they're down and to I love that. analyze how both of it is. And I've never thought of it in that opposite way where if someone else is down, because honestly, I'm going through something right now myself, um, mm -hmm. personally with my family, and it is very, very difficult. It is a struggle. And I know there's gonna be times that my temper breaks, my, I might cry, I might get upset. Um, but still knowing how, I'm going to be able to regain control of myself to how I treat clients, colleagues, coworkers, friends. Um, that's still important at the end of the day too, because that'll show a different level of personality, strength, and character. Um, and I've never thought of it that way that even when you're struggling still, like you should be conscious of how you're acting and treating others as well. It's really, really important still. Um, and I know you can always justify by saying, but you're going through something, but you know what? There's always going to be times that people are going through something. It's how you bring yourself out of it and how you can adjust to it. Um, because only, life yeah. only way outs through there's you, you can go through something until you choose to grow.
I truly believe it's a reflection of the the opportunities and the people that I meet and elevating others and doing it where I don't really care about any kind of return. I look at it as an investment just in sharing and holding space and time by the way that I'm just, I would give away and being generous of not just the touch points, but to buy, I refuse to make them feel like they didn't have a great time while I was in their presence. Yep. And if you do that with no money in your pocket or do it with a hundred million dollars in your pockets, it doesn't really mean anything. Um, but when you do it where, and I learned this, I believe I learned this from my father. He would get his shirt off his back. It's last dollar away. And I'm that type of individual. And I've learned that through from him. You can make someone happy with zero dollars. You can make someone happy um, with just the words that you do with a simple action, with um, even a smile, a hello. It's just knowing the people that you're around, what they need at that time, and the person that you decide that you want to be too. Mm -hmm. 100%. There's a lot of people that obviously we had on the show, and you're one of them. Um, we you know do different little um, things and showing appreciation. I'm not going to get into that. But when those type of touch points, where you don't have to do something. You know what I mean? It, it means the world to me, but it's the way... Because my that's one of my uh, what is it um, what is it called? I read a book, love languages, but it's not love, but it's more about yeah. how I like to express yeah. my love is through those you touch points. A person's life in a way that um, is so touching to them that they will never forget, and they'll always yes. come back to it um, at a lot of times. Um, what you did for me, for example, I know that maybe to. Even you, it might be something little, but it touched me a lot. And it's something that I never forget. Um, mm. It really means a lot. And I know the things that you've done for your colleagues, coworkers, people that you've interviewed. And it's absolutely incredible. And I mm. know it goes a very, very long way. Mm. It does. And it's just like, and how it's, it, that's just a reflection. And it doesn't matter about the, what the cost, whatever. It, it's a reflection on how I, well, I guess, appreciated the you know the time spent because yep. you know podcasting is a funny game and I got to run here in a minute but podcasting is a funny game because it's it's like a give 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 thing but the one thing I have found about podcasting people are just open to giving and it's receptive yep. but then it, it then also and you get the ones that and these these are the ones that are reason why I've done what I've done is I'm just gonna really make them choke on it a little bit because they are trying to prey on the weak. And get and trying to make money. I've never sold anything for my podcast. Never. I think it shows that you do it because you love what you do. And that's what's important. And I think that it shows, it reflects, and it, uh, your character comes out because of it too. Mm, I appreciate that. Um, anything else you want to leave our listeners, many listeners, and I'm sure we're going to get a lot of feedback. Um, you were in Canada. You should text the community. It's 843-396-2104. We have a little texting thing for the listeners will send in and that way we can tag you and put you in the thing and that way you see it, but get used to this face, ladies and gentlemen, anything you want to share anything else with the, maybe the people out there, maybe, maybe a younger realtor, like how, like what sure. would you best, best way of giving a tip? Be yourself, be real and be consistent. If people tell you, if you have a vision of something that you want to do and they tell you, you can't don't listen to that. Mm -hmm. If you want to be successful in real estate or honestly in anything else, love what you do. And if you want to be successful on social media, online media platforms, 
be consistent. That is the most important thing. Be consistent, put yourself out there. Don't be scared, don't be afraid. Um, don't be afraid, how do I look? What is it, what if I say something wrong? Don't worry about that. Just be consistent, put yourself out there, be confident and keep on going and that'll take you to the next level. Mm, that was really sound advice. I actually looked at something, um, a video, it's like five, six years ago. I don't know who I was looking at. <laughs> I, I don't know what I was even, I was making sense, but the level of confidence and the, the energy I was, I'm, I, I come out with now is uh, totally different. You have and, to start from somewhere. The first video that I did, I literally right. couldn't even talk directly to the camera. I was too scared because I'm like, oh, I look so bad. Oh, like, You're in your head. You're in your head. That's the yeah. point. So literally had to do a voiceover of me talking and just like showing wow. the scene and like the property because I, I couldn't. I was so terrified. And now there's me like talking directly to the camera. I direct and I produce and I do everything. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I saw that. I was like, man, I was like, I, I met my match. I was like, bro, have we ever got in the same vicinity of shooting different stuff? Like, I'm the mind. I'm the guy that, you know, you stand here. No, you hold it this way. I want you to look that way. <laughs> everything. I produce, I direct, I do everything. So, Oh, man, it's so much fun. But, fun though. I appreciate it, Chris. Thank you so oh, much. Always. Yeah, I, yeah, I always will have, it's open door. I will tell you this, and this, okay. this includes on the uh, the other side of this, and there is room on with the, some of the guests that we are bringing on just just for different guests we pop on, and well, I'll definitely I'll I'll send you the list of the ones booked, and then you'll pick. Perfect, hundred percent. Cannot All right, wait. Roger. Thank you so much, and prayers again to your family. Thank you for sure. Thank you. You're welcome. Take care, guys. Peace out. Broadcast is brought to you by WinCheck Studios. We are an all-in-one educational platform for podcasters that revolutionizes how hosts leverage content to increase engagement with listeners, downloads, and income. We come together to focus on community, collaboration, and collective impact. For more information on how you can interact directly with our hosts, access exclusive live content with offers you can't get anywhere else from our official partners, join our purpose-driven community by visiting www.winject.com. If you're ready to build a career doing what you love, then we're ready to see you there.